That was so the wrestling was a, a simple transition from the Halloween costume. From the Halloween and the theater and the yeah. sports. Yeah, yeah, it's all all messy. Hello, welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone. And today is an extremely special episode, as you can see already. I've got two people right next to me um, who are my parents. Um, basically, this episode is just gonna be about us getting to know them a little bit better. Well, I know them, but you guys are gonna get to know them a little bit better. Um, we got some fan questions. They'll probably tell some weird stories about me growing up. Um, it'll be exciting. Um, and I'll introduce them right now. Here's my fantastic, lovely mother. Hello. Uh, say hi. I said hi. Oh, you did? Yeah, I said oh. hi. This is my dad, big legend. Mark Mashpitz here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, we're going to start off right away with a unique question, which everyone is probably dying to know. And it's how, how did you guys meet? Dad, you want to take this one? Well, yes. Uh, uh, Lori's, um, Lori's father and, uh, my uncle basically set us up. Uh, so it was a blind date. Yeah, it was a blind date. My uncle Victor was auditing, uh, Lori's store and, uh, well, hold on a quick caveat. Yes. My mother owned a, uh, a few shoe stores back when we lived in California. What were they called, mom? Shoes by Steffi. And so she definitely passed on the, the loving of the shoes gene to me. It's kind of why I'm obsessed with shoes. It's her fault, but it's cool. Um, and then when did you sell those stores? Uh, 1992. Uh, oh, so when I was born? No. No, you had them a couple of years when I, uh, like, when I was like age three. 95. 95. 95. So she sold them when I was age three. And then she became a full-time mom, which is probably even a harder job than selling shoes. Uh, obviously she crushed that. She has the mom gene for sure. Uh, okay, so you guys set up on a blind date. Yeah, so uh, my uncle was auditing uh, the the store, and you know he it, it was hard not for him to notice Lori, uh, attractive young woman, strikingly and, beautiful. Uh, he knew that uh, he knew that Larry was uh, the family was Jewish, so uh, Uncle Victor, and I think actually I think Lori's father uh, suggested it to Uncle Uncle Victor. Maybe maybe um, <clears throat> maybe my daughter would like to meet your nephew. And so the, the blind date was set up, and we met at the uh, the Burlingame um, Hotel, I forget which one, um, uh, near the airport for drinks. So, so those who don't know where Burlingame is, it's kind of, it's a sub, basically a suburb of San Francisco, where we grew up, where my mom had some of her stores. Um, it's south of San Francisco. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just say San Francisco. Yeah. For those who are not, for those who are unfamiliar with that place. And then, okay, mom, so how did you feel about being set up on a blind date. Well, I, did you know what dad looked like at all? Uh, I don't think so, but I, I listened to my father. My father said, you're going, and I went. It worked out pretty good, huh? Yeah. So How we, was the first date? What we was had your, drinks, and then we had dinner, and it continued. What was your first thought of dad when he walked into the room? Well, daddy had these uh, fake Birkenstocks on, so I was gonna leave. <laughs> he wore sandals. He wore sandals, and I was, I was gonna be done. What a, what a legend, my dad wore <laughs> sandals on his first date. And I think men with a nice outfit on should be wearing nice shoes, and he did not, but... <laughs> he came wearing sandals. But uh, 30 years later, we're married. But there was a reason behind it, right? Why did you have to wear sandals? Well, because I, I that early, <clears throat> earlier that week, I'd had uh, uh, 
uh, the toenail removed off of my big toe. And the, the podiatrist said, just make sure to wear really, really comfortable loose shoes. I didn't have any, so I bought those sandals. So you wore sandals. There's like a weird gene that's been passed on in my family about having just like a really awkward big toe. Um, dad has it. I think people on my, even my mom's side of the family have yes. it. I've got like a super weird big right toe. Like the toenail just keeps like falling off and like regrowing in like an awkward way. So thanks for that, Gene Dad. That's one genetic uh, uh, impairment you have not overcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's cool. And then what? Then you guys just kept going on dates from there? That's it. Well, yeah. what what happened actually? It, that was in November of 1987, uh -huh. and it happened that my sis, both my sisters, were visiting uh, in December, mm, uh, and Lori so got got to meet the entire family, and I think it kind of freaked her out. Well, she yeah. she met the entire family like one month after you guys went yeah. on your first date. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. thirty people in one house. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It, was, it, was it was very strange. It was very strange. That's so stressful. <laughs> it was very stressful. You crushed it though. Because everyone, everyone on dad's side of the family loves you. I didn't talk, but yeah, I've crushed that's it. Why they, that's why they loved her. Because <laughs> she didn't talk. You know, I was scared. They were all... You had to deal with grandma. Did you, is that when you met grandma again, right away? Oh, yeah, right away. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Okay, cool. And now 30 years later. 30 years later. That's cool. We have a Jackson Stone. Yeah, so for any dudes out there who are going on a first date soon, just got to wear sandals. Obviously, it's, a, it's the key to success. <laughs> it's the key to success. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay, cool. Great. Great question. Let's see. There's another one from the same person. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, here's it. Yeah. We'll start we'll start off this right away. What what do you guys think of wrestling as a whole? <clears throat> from from yeah, just from your experiences with me from in professional well, wrestling. Well, I I've, I've come to I've really come to appreciate it as a, you know, a form of entertainment. Yeah. I I didn't really I didn't really uh, kind of conclude that it was entertainment. I thought it was actually a form, a, a sort of a sport. Right. Up until, you know, you got involved in it. And I, and I, real, I soon realized that it's just, you know, it's just another art form. Yeah. It's a, a very physical art form. Um, yeah, there's, there's different sides of both. Like some say it's a sport. Some say it's just entertainment. I think it's in, perfectly infused both. That's yeah. why that's what drew, that's what drew me to it so much. I think I that's think. right. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, but you guys didn't really, growing up, you guys didn't really watch professional wrestling or knew what it was until I a little bit until a I little introduced bit. It to because you. there used there was a there was a, a, a popular uh, a professional wrestling venue near my house in San Francisco. It was the Kizar Pavilion. Okay, and uh, I I went once or twice when I was a kid. Who went uh, with you? Yeah, so Bobby Oscar took you. No, no, not my parents would never never been. I was going to say that'd be very very surprising. Yeah. No, it's uh, the, the Kizar Pavilion has since been torn down, like like a lot of uh, other things from the from the fifties and sixties. So, yeah, I, I you know, but but at that age, you know, I thought it was a sport, right? And uh, and I, and I didn't really uh, come to understand it being uh, entertainment until you know this last this last uh, five five or six years. Right. Cool. Cool. Mine was uh, <clears throat> my whole philosophy is I had a son. Mm -hmm. I was gonna put him in everything. Yeah. And I had Jackson in everything. And I knew he was an athlete. And so he did a lot, a lot of things. But when he decided he wanted to be in wrestling, I'm a, I'm a all-in kind of mother. I'm yeah. A, I'm a 110 kind of mother. So I learned to love it. I learned all about it. And I think it's fabulous. It's a lot of fun. I love going to the events. Yeah, I, I was never uh, growing up. 
even now today. I've never, I was never worried or scared about telling my parents that I wanted to do a certain type of thing because I was never worried that they would like say no because it was never like, that was never like an option. It was always like, do do you want to do? Do it 100%. Um, and if you do it and you love it and you succeed at it, great. If you don't, we'll try something else. And so I was when I wanted to become a pro wrestler, I kind of knew it around the summer before I went to um, high school. That's when I first saw it. Um, but after baseball ended, um, then I then I kind of really knew that I, that's the path I was going to take. Um, and then when I moved home and I got a job as a personal trainer, uh, and I told mom and dad that I was going to find a wrestling school to go to, there was really... I don't think there was a bit of shock to you guys at all because like no. we have like a zillion yeah. wrestling DVDs in here. I went to a bunch of Monday Night Raws with my dad. We hosted like Wrestle, uh, WrestleMania and pay-per-view watch parties yeah. here all the time. So it wasn't, I don't think it was a shock to them, no. um, which was awesome because I knew when I told them they were going to support me, um, which was, which is great. Um, that was the only shock. What? That we had to support you. Yeah. Dad's like, well, <laughs> here we go. Send my kid to college and now he wants to be a wrestler. What a joke. No. Oh, we knew early on because no. Uh, no, no, you, loved, uh, you loved Halloween. We had to, we we were we were uh buying you the Halloween costume, you know, in the middle of September, way before all the other kids. Yeah. And you'd you'd get three months of wear out of those things. You loved to be in costume. Yeah, we bought, so yeah, 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 you you yeah. you know uh, you know, that was so the wrestling was a, a simple transition from the Halloween costume. From the Halloween and the theater and the yeah. sports. Yeah, yeah, it's all, all meshed together. Yeah. That's a perfect segue into a question that someone asked. Because um, I did a podcast recently and I talked about how for like 10 years straight I dressed up as the white the white Power Ranger. Yeah. Yes, so, that's right. So yeah. someone asked, would, would your parents be the pink and black Power Rangers to your wish of being the white one? I thought that was pretty funny. Of course we would. Yeah. And we were. We had the White Ranger at what he came, yeah, like some we, dude we dressed already, up. Uh, it's a good question. We already did that. I, we had lots of, I, again, I went all in. So the birthday parties were, yeah. were great. We lots had the White Ranger. We had a White Ranger, yeah, an actor. Awesome. We dressed also. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, the question about had you ever watched wrestling before was from Andy Dalton. So. I did. We got to we gotta always shout out Andy Dalton on Jackson Talks, everybody. <clears throat> okay. What were we just talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay. All your sports. Yeah. Okay. Question. question for you, Mom, specifically. Because you, you, you were the one who took me to the absurd amount of baseball practices and baseball games and lessons that I had um, trying to be, trying to, first trying to get to, first step was trying to get on varsity in high school. Then when we did that, we tried, me and you had a goal of, of uh, playing Division One baseball. Mm-hmm. And then there in Division One baseball, obviously the, the next step was to play professionally. When did you, as a mother, realize that you, you weren't kind of wasting your money sending me to all these lessons and tryouts and teams and travel ball and doing this and waking up at four in the morning and driving me three hours to a game in the, mi- in the middle of the, all this stuff? When did you kind of realize that there was, it was, there was gonna be a payoff for this? Yeah, I think age 10. When you were age 10, I saw you had an ability and you were on the All-Stars for three years. Yeah. And then... This was in California still. This was in California. And they just they really didn't have baseball or sports there. I had Aaron... I had Jackson in every... It's, it's okay. I had Aaron and Jackson in every <laughs> sport. Yeah. All of them. But he had a natural ability for baseball. So, yep. again, I, I we went all in. So, when we moved to Texas... Yeah, when we moved here, though, I tried to play football a little bit. We did. Football, basketball. That didn't, that didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, but... 
soccer, a lot of soccer. No, I like soccer. It was good running. But he, and I learned how to, I learned all about all of these things. Mm -hmm. And then he was just, you had a natural thing about 10 of baseball. About baseball. And then I, you know, I, we, we went, I went a little crazy. I had no, him No, no, no. He made the varsity team. We, we played year-round. He was on at least two traveling teams, a couple of year-round teams, and then the main team. Well, that was the benefit we had moving out here because you can, yeah. you can pretty much play out, outdoor sports yeah. all year and long. And athletics here. is very, very hard here, so it was good. So he was never at the top. He had to work, work, work. And our philosophy is if you're going to do something, you do it 110% or don't even do it. Right, 100%. Because failure is... A given day it's and part night. Of life. Yeah. It's the way it is. Failure's good for you. And he worked very, very hard. And, you know, we, we, he was on a lot of teams and we, we worked hard. Yeah. Yeah. And then he made his Division One, which was fabulous. And we went to South Dakota State all the time. We loved going. Oh, and yeah. Then, you guys came to so many games. Yeah. Yeah. And then South Dakota State, the great thing about it is a lot of the games were down here. They were Florida, right. all of the South. So we got yeah. to travel a lot. It was kind of fun. What was, fun. What, was the cold, what was the coldest game you traveled to? Oh, my God. St. Louis. St. Louis. The best thing for what month, what month was that? Was like, uh, maybe it was. Uh, it was the beginning of the season. February. Oh, yeah. it, it might have maybe been late March. February, early March. Well, yeah. The thing that was great about it is it was a two game series. So That's three games. Series. Three game. And Jackson Stone was well <laughs> the star. He had home runs. He had put out. He was fantastic. But I swear, I think the hottest it was was thirty five degrees. That's right. Mark and yeah, I, I was so Mark and I owned everything as you can probably think yeah. of South Dakota State. We yeah. had we That's had, why she got to Jackson Stone yes. here now. We had yeah. everything on and we were drinking so beer cold. and we were still cold. We were under But because Jackson Stone was you know and then the people from the East Coast, eh, they had half the stuff we had on and they were fine. I never knew how they did it. All the people from there was a lot of people on the team from uh from cold climates. Yeah. From Canada. There's a, a lot of Canadians. A lot of Canadians. Well, there's a lot of Canadians and a lot of people from the South Dakota area, so they're like used yeah. to just like doing stuff in 30 degree weather. Yeah. For us, warm-blooded people, we're not. But I think fabulous. I think baseball is the hardest sport to play in cold weather because there's so much like downtime. You're not there's yes. so much time where you're not doing anything. That's and when right. you're not doing anything, that's when you get cold. That's like right. football, it's fairly easy because you when you're on the field, you're moving around the entire time. Yeah. Uh, and then when you go to the sideline, they have those bicycles or you throw in the big jackets, whatever. Baseball, there's just like, even when you're on the field, there's so much like, just like The worst of all is to be an outfielder in those cold weather because you're not, you're not even getting the ball. Yeah. You know, half the time. Barely anyone's hitting into the outfield. The best yeah. spot to be is either you're pitching or you're catching because yeah. there's movement there. Um, and usually those games are super low scoring because it's very hard to hit in cold weather games. It hurts. Yeah. yeah. But that was fun. That was a fun series. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were all good. Um, I think the funnest, the funnest, whatever, most fun series in my mm. history as a South Dakota State Jackrabbit was when we went to uh, Oregon for the NCAA regional. Oh, yeah, that which, was fantastic. Um, which Jackson's class, his group, first time ever went, I don't know if he'll ever go again. Yeah, we, it yeah. was great. My junior year, we made it to the NCAA tournament, which is huge, first in school history. Um, it was a lot Chewy of fun. Stone over there, uh, which was really fun. The weather was great. Facilities Jackson are amazing. Stone got the first RBI, first and, and second, second RBI, first, yeah, first and second RBI in school oh. history for yeah. NCAA tournament. And most putouts. It was uh, fantastic. It was a good series. We lost both games. Yeah, both games. Um, we lost to Oregon and we lost to San Francisco. Yeah, University of San Francisco. Funny when I we played on the University of San Francisco, there was a guy on the team who I grew up yeah, playing right. little league with. Yeah. Uh, until we moved to Texas. His oh. name was Justin Maffei. Oh, that's right. Um, he was a really good player when we were yeah. growing up. And it's cool that he kind of cultivated that talent into going to the University of San Francisco. He played it. I think he played a few years in the minors, which was really cool. 
I'm not sure what he's doing now, but it was fun to see him. We chatted when he came to first base. Yeah. Uh, I think his parents were in the stand, but I didn't. I didn't. Really, I didn't recognize was, them it, because it's I was too big of a stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that was cool. <sighs> okay, let's move on to some more questions. Here's a good one. Positive and negative thoughts about my chosen profession, which obviously is being a professional wrestler. Mom, you want to take one? Dad, anyone? Positive and negatives. Let's go with positives first. Um, well, positives, it's, it's uh, uh, I'm just thrilled that you're doing something that you love to do. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, everyone has uh, always told you, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. So I'm just thrilled beyond words that you're pursuing something that you love and and uh, not just merely pursuing it, but uh, really working extremely hard at it. So very, very positive, very, very proud of you in that regard. Thanks, Dad. Mom? I agree. You agree. There's, there's some negatives that come to it, obviously. I mean, it's a very, very hard profession to be very, very successful. But since year one to year four now, I mean, it's... A good 80% up from where you were. Right. And it will continue. So I'm, yeah. I'm only with the positive. Only with the positives. Yeah. I think a fear, uh, a negative fear that they would have had starting is like the fear of injury, obviously. Yeah. I've only really that got... Has, that has subsided. You know, I, I see how uh, you have trained and... Uh, and you eat and, and you train well. And the, the, uh, the amount of uh, beating up that gets done is incredible. And I see that there's... Uh, virtually no injuries except for that one little snafu in uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say the only real injury I've had, except for you know you have aches and pains, whatever that just comes with life too. You yeah. can have a desk job and have the same amount of aches and pains. Um, is that I br I broke my cheekbone, but that's a freak accident in wrestling, I think, or when you break your nose or stuff like that. Those are usually just freak accidents, wrong wrong timing, you know, didn't weren't on the same page with your opponent, things like that. Oh, besides that, nothing real bad has happened, which is good. Hopefully, you can say that way. And hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you train very hard. Yeah, and I never really had, I never really had any uh, big injuries in baseball either. Um, I had a knee, sure. I had a knee scare for a little bit. Well, you um, trained hard then too. But that got sorted out through some physical therapy and kind of learning my body a little bit more mm -hmm. and changing my changing my training regimen to more be specific to what a baseball player would need rather than someone who's just trying to get strong and big. Um, and now that kind of has transformed into athletic performance right. uh, and more injury prevention is my training regimen now than trying to like um, work out like a bodybuilder, which I think more people in professional wrestling are adopting that mentality, um, especially when they see someone like Triple H who've, who's changed his training regimen through the Joe DeFranco training program. A lot of people uh, on the independent level or trying to reach the same level that is have, have also uh, adapted their training style, which is good. Prevents injuries, allows for long performance, yeah. healthier, happier lives, which is good. <sighs> okay. All right, someone asked, for you, mom, mm -hmm. Do you does your mom ever get frustrated with your healthy food choices? <laughs> it's funny, at the very beginning, I did. But now, he has changed me to be so healthy yeah. that I don't. So now in the last uh, maybe year or so, whatever, I'm very healthy, so no. But at the very beginning, it's a great question. At the very beginning, yes, because I'd want to do this and this and this for dinner if he was home or he was out. But now, uh, I, uh, as I get a little older, I'm more healthy. So I like that he's, I like it very much. Yeah. In, in college, I didn't uh, eat great. Um, 
I drink a lot of beer also. Uh, well, I drink a lot of drink a lot of beer now too. But my eating choices are a lot healthier now. Uh, I'm pretty conscious about what I'm trying to put in my body. Uh, I kind of try to follow the 80-20 rule. 80% of what I put in my body is good, and then 20% is bad. Um, not so much like like bad, but just like not the perfect choice. Um, like a little donut on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Because I think like the word what like America for say has been on a diet now forever which is diet is the worst word of all time because it just like puts so much pressure on you and it's like a thing that cannot last for a long time right because you're putting like an expiration I'm gonna diet for this amount of time I'm gonna lose this weight and then after that you can't sustain it because it's like the most rigid not fun way of living eating eating can still be fun and you should still be able to enjoy going out but you can make healthy conscious choices about your body and what you're putting into it you know and just still enjoy what you're eating. So I think I've uh, changed my mom, at least in that way. And my dad just does whatever he wants because he's a legend. No, no, no. I, I have it's a way reluctantly of, yeah. adopted a few a few. Uh, few minor adjustments in my eating regimen. You're you're retired now, so you pretty much can do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, I don't say retired. I just say tired. Oh, geez. Yeah, this has been like a running joke okay. uh, since we, we, we did a little family thing in Cabo because there was a, a family member of ours getting married. And my dad... Uh, started doing this joke. He's just gonna try it out in Cabo that because he just got retired before we went to Cabo Yeah, and he's saying that he's not retired just tired just tired. Thank you And uh, so that's dad joke number one on this episode. Hopefully there's no more <laughs> I hope so. Hopefully there's no more uh, Yeah, I thought we were gonna see a little more of Chewy in this episode, but he's just he's wandering over here. So he's looking outside He wants to work. Come here too. Chewy, here's a good question. I don't know how you answer it, but when did they know you were an international superstar? Oh, uh, probably the first time I went overseas. Well, he went to the three, four years ago when uh, he went to Germany. That was like one of the first time I went. 2016. Yes, he went to Germany three times. He's done a lot of other ones. Probably the. Second time he went to Germany, because after Germany, we had already been to Canada a lot. Then he did Israel, and he's done England, and he's done Berlin. So probably second year in. Yeah? Yeah. I knew you were an international superstar when you began describing yourself that way. <laughs> when I kept saying it all over and over and over again? Yeah, that's right. Every morning the mother's practice? More, the mother's more factual. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing this morning? Ah, oh, it's good. Feeling like an international superstar. Yeah, How are there you? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Come here, was going to show us his health now. <sighs> Chuchi, gotta work. Chuchi, say hi. Chewy Stone. Follow him on Instagram. <clears throat> cool. And I think Jackson Stone will be going uh, somewhere next year too. Follow. Yeah, yeah. Well, Maybe we, February. Definitely going back overseas yeah. uh, multiple times in 2020. I mean, December so, he'll be so, East Coast, but um, uh, maybe in February. I get to see I get to see my friends that live over there that I don't usually get to see because obviously they don't live in America, which is great. <clears throat> cool. Chewy, what you got? I don't know if we okay Andy has another question what are your three favorite wrestlers mom you've been to enough shows you can't, you've seen people wrestle you mean besides Jackson Stone Jackson Stone Jackson Stone yes besides besides me now, the thing is I've seen a lot of shows but sometimes I don't remember them yeah well you know a few of them by name well, I mean, who I, do you know who are you fans of Jackson Stone, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, of course, yeah. Big fan. Um, 
I don't remember their names. That's the problem. That's that is true. They have it on their little tushies, <laughs> and some of them I'll say I'll be going with Mark, or I go with my other people, and I'll say I like the, the I two, like him, I like him, but then I can't remember their names. Mm-hmm. The, the two so, other guys that you traveled with recently, uh, Chandler, Chandler, and uh, and Andy, yeah. and 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 the other the yeah the third guy. Moonshine. Moonshine, yeah. He was I mean, too. we've seen them. I've seen a lot of them. I've seen David Starr. I've seen a lot of other ones. But I, uh, yeah, shout out to David Starr. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still with Jackson Stone. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Number moves one. are fantastic. The moves are fantastic. You guys hear that? The moves. The moves. It's all about the moves. Lifting those 300-pound <laughs> guys like a noodle, just, I love it every time. Uh, and when he wrestles someone that's like 150, I, I don't even know if he has to use a full hand. I just love it. <laughs> I just love it. The match the other night, the guy was like two-something. You lifted him many times. Yeah, I wrestled Gino a couple nights ago. I mean, uh, he, was, he was pretty good. But he's, he's, a big, he's a big boy, he's a but, big guy. you know, handled yeah. him. I like them all. Jackson Stone. Okay, uh, on the same vein as uh, favorite wrestlers, I ask this question in pretty much every episode. I don't know if you guys will be able to answer it, but we'll go for it anyways. <clears throat> Who are my favorite wrestlers that I liked, either maybe growing up or now or overall? The Rock. The Rock. The Rock's been number one. Yeah. That's all we need to do. Yeah. And the Rock. Uh, uh, Cena, John Cena. Yes, those are my two favorites. John yeah. Cena. And you think the Hulk's okay? Both of his both day. Of, uh, the Hulk made his movies. Day. Oh, you mean Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Hulk no, Hogan. we don't. We don't like Hulk. We don't Hogan. like, we don't like Hulk. Hogan. I, no, I don't. The Rock. How about Andre the Giant? Yeah, Andre the Giant's great. The vampire? No, he's the big. No, no, what's the other one? Oh, you uh, mean the Undertaker? Undertaker? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom said, the vampire? It's <laughs> Jackson's Um, uh, Yeah. Jackson, what are your favorites? What are my favorites? Yeah, besides uh, The Rock. John Cena? Yeah. The Miz? Oh, yeah, The Miz. Uh-huh. And, uh, and The Rock, yeah, those are my favorites. Yeah, that's what I thought. It wavers, you know? Depending on, but it's does, always. Uh, does Dwayne Johnson do any any wrestling anymore? He occasionally. He was on. Uh, you know how Smack, SmackDown moved yeah. to a Fox. Yeah. And on the first ep- and on the first episode of Jackson Stone was uh, on SmackDown Fox. on Fox, yeah, uh, The Rock came out and did like a little little promo speech thing. But he doesn't really wrestle much anymore. Yeah. Because he's super busy with his uh, acting Mo- and movies. movie career. Yeah. Well, it's hard when you have a Action movie career. To find other things to do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I always like John Cena. Yeah. He's, he's the first wrestler I ever saw. Yeah. So that's cool. He did. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what else we got going on here. What's she doing? She had a roach. Oh. Okay, so we, ha- we had one person ask if Dad, you, will do the famous catchphrase, Jackson Stone, everybody for us. Oh, uh, of course. Does he, can he sit, though? Yeah, he could do whatever he wants. He just has to say it. Say it the best you can. Jackson Stone, everybody! See? See where I get it? It's like a weird everybody comes out. It just happens. It's natural. That's right. <laughs> cool. Mind anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I, 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 for the millions of people that are watching this, I, <laughs> I keep, keep supporting Jackson Stone. His store is open. Store is open. Or buy more. He's got three new things coming. He's got yeah. a little sale going on. Yeah. Wherever he travels, follow him. Yeah. Uh, the shows are fantastic. Uh, you yeah, can, if you... You know, you can see YouTube all the time, which is great. I just love it. But if you can go to a live show, I'm telling you, it's 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 like exciting when you go to a football, baseball game. Live shows are great. But Jackson Stone is on YouTube all the time. Yeah, I want to uh, touch on that a little bit. For two people who never went to an uh, independent show before, they've been to WWE before, which is a whole different yeah. animal than a live show 
independent professional wrestling show, which is very close knit and it's tight. You feel like you're part of the action. Um, so if you've never been, you're watching this, uh, please go check it out. There's local shows everywhere. Support them, support the wrestlers, buy merch, whatever. Listen to my mom. Yeah. She knows everything, obviously. The Jackson Stone, you know, there's a website tells you where you're going to be. You know, he's not always in your in your state, but when they're in your state. And, you know, to take a family, I love seeing kids. You can get tickets, 10 bucks. It depends on the show, the venue, of course. But they're not that expensive, and it's a lot of fun. And then the wrestlers come out, and you can talk to them. You can buy merch at halftime. They're, I mean, it's a fabulous thing. Spot Support on. Jackson Stone. Spot on, mother. Thank you. Father, any last minute last minute thoughts? I couldn't agree more. Uh, do you want? Oh, look, actually, yes, let's do this. Yes, let's yeah, do this. Ahead. Let's do. Let's do. Give me one story that you've told about oh, me. Oh yeah. Uh, just I, throughout, just no, at business is, parties, settings, parties, anything. Is a, this is a signature uh, Jackson Stone memory. Okay. So uh, when you were in uh, high school. Uh huh. And uh, you're taking Spanish. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, and you seem to have liked the class. Uh, but then one day, the teacher surprised everyone in the classroom by announcing that for that day and for that lesson, you would only be speaking Spanish. And and the way she pursued that is that she went to every kid in the class and started a little conversation in Spanish. With every kid in the class and of course every kid was supposed to respond to her in spanish mm -hmm. and of course when um uh, then of course at some point she gets to you and she asks um she starts the conversation in spanish and she asks you a question and you respond no hablo espanol <laughs> because there it and is. that means say what that means because people don't well people know what that means okay they can figure it out yeah yeah, yeah. they can uh, jackson got himself in a little trouble yeah. We got a call from the teacher. I don't think we got a call from no, that no, teacher, we but did not. we did get calls from your teachers every once in a while. Well, not no, not too no, often. He was a very good student. No, the, the, and, that, and that's indicative of uh, the type of person, uh, the career you're pursuing you, is kind of a, you know, um, a, a smart alecky yeah. kind of thing to say. Pretty funny. You know, I uh, thought it was funny. You know, handing it up in the class, yeah. you know. And uh, I'm surprised you took theater. I'm glad you took theater. Yeah. And uh, oh, theater was fantastic. Look yeah. what it did for him. Yeah. 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 That's cool. I like that story. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. Thank you all for watching. Yeah. We're uh, yeah we're signing off on this week's episode of uh, Jackson Talks. Everybody with my absolutely lovely, fantastic parents who are the most supportive people on the planet. Uh, I can't thank them enough for everything they've done for me and continue to do for me. Um, thank you for watching this episode. And there'll be lots more. There'll be lots more. Hasta la bye bye. Subscribe, like, share, follow. Thank you. Jackson Stone, everybody. Peace.